0: Access
1: All Areas on Foo Bar Radio. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Access All Areas. I am Stephen Lay. And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you, babe, on this very, very hot evening?
2: I've been in better moods. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It doesn't exactly put you in the best of moods, does it? Um, but yeah, I mean, all good. Surviving. How about you?
1: Do you know what? You know me, I love a bit of sun. And uh, when I'm on holiday, I'm the first to get my lounger and uh, soak up the rays. But I had the worst night's sleep I think I've ever had in my life last night. I was still awake at half past four. I had a fan on, which I think I managed to find the last fan in Essex. Um, (laughs) But that's almost like it feels like a heater. Um, was on top of the duvet and and you're you're tossing and turning, and you just cannot even remotely cool yourself down. I've got handheld fans, electric fans, I've got battery fans. (laughs) Um, I mean, the irony is by next week, it's probably going to be winter. So I feel bad moaning, but you know what it's like when you've had a bad night's sleep. Um, it's, It's just, it's hard to
2: our it puts lives. off the rest of your day, doesn't it? It does.
1: Yeah, man, I just think our lives over here in the UK, we're not really adapted to, to this kind of heat.
2: No, well, because it's never happened before, right? <laughs> That's breaking part of the reason. Yeah, breaking <laughs> records. And now, and now, yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's certainly not uh, the most pleasant of feelings. I have to say I followed the guidance, which was don't open your windows and close your blinds and curtains. And it's actually okay. really worked on the whole. Um, I've managed, my flat hasn't gone above 30, which is still unbearable for indoors, but better than it would be if I'd have opened the windows and, and the blinds. I'm trying to treat it like apparently that's how the Spanish and Italians do it.
1: That's um, how they do it. Have you managed to work from home then this week? Yeah, so well I couldn't
2: even go in because the trains were all messed up, so I mean even that if I wanted, wanted converse, to go yeah. into the air conditioned office it would have, um I had to walk there, it would have taken me three hours, so I don't know about that. <laughs> Um, someone was like, why don't you jump on your bike? And I was like, are you joking? Are you joking? Physical exercise outdoors in this? No, thank you. No, thank you at all. Yeah,
1: I don't blame you. My um, car hit 40. I've oof. been out. Um, I braved the gym yesterday as well. What was that
2: like? Well, I guess if so- it's air conditioned,
1: it's all right. Well, it's not, but thankfully oh. they've managed to get some massive, massive fans almost at like propellers off a plane, <laughs> thankfully. But I pulled up outside and it was 37 and I passed about three fields and there was people having barbecues, picnics, little cocktails and gins in tins. And I thought, right, well, I'm off to the gym, um, <laughs> but I do, I do like to start my week with a, with a good session. And, mm. um, do you know what? I, I felt better for it after. I always do after the gym, but it, it was that little bit harder to kind of get in the car and head over. It was seven degrees 8.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just not, it's not pleasant. I also found, though, as well, you're saying about people in the park having barbecues and stuff. I like the idea of getting drunk in this weather. Just absolutely not. The idea of like no. a really terrible night's sleep, like oh, <laughs> tossing and- a turn in while drunk, sweating. Just, yeah. You I know can't what, imagine like anything had worse. A drink
1: anyway, dehydrated the next morning. Imagine being dehydrated, waking up in ate like this. No, no, thank you. No, which is no. actually
2: really good. You know what I mean? It does. It does. Uh, do, I mean, I've got I'm going to see ABBA this week at the um, at the the big you know the new thing in Stratford but um but my friends are like do they have air conditioning in this thing but I was like won't be as hot as it is today because it's basically like a big sort of dome isn't it um so yeah we're um I'm, I'm hoping that we're not going in that and it will be like the inside of a furnace but we'll uh we'll see when we get there I guess
1: you'll be all right bit of dancing Queen. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right. And I'm right sure right all as the queens will be dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Certainly will. And apparently,
2: there's a pub like over the road that plays all. I might have told you this before, but they play all of the songs that they don't play in the concert. So I it's like that. like straight afters, and the gig finishes at nine fifteen because obviously it's all computerized. So it's like when it starts, when it finishes, doesn't change any night. Um, just press the play button um, <laughs> and there appears other. So, quarter past nine, we'll just head to the pub and listen to all the songs that we didn't hear before and dance away, you know, so it should be quite nice.
1: I love the business brain on that uh, landlord. <laughs> yeah, that pub was like, like... like... By nine, for, uh, they're all coming here because yeah. everyone's going to want to carry on the night. That's yeah, so yeah, to definitely. Finish, isn't it? And like you said, there's going to be no uh, no delays... No. Nope. On the hologram, let's have it right. It's not like <laughs> there's going to be any old ups. And all the songs that you, you don't know that are going to be there, that's such a clever idea. I know.
2: I'm dead excited about it, to be honest. What day is that? That's Thursday. So oh, by nice. then, the weather should have gone back to normal a bit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All when you're back in the office tomorrow. Just tomorrow, yeah. And then I'm off next week. So um, hopefully, by the time I'm back, it will have um, all sort of returned. To normal? Although, normal. what's normal? What at the is minute normal too. now? Yeah. Well, speaking of what's normal, Bob, I have to say, I don't know if you saw, but I was incredibly surprised when I saw Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck get married in Las Vegas, uh, seemingly out of the blue. Do
1: you know what? I, um, I think we've spoke about this before, and I kind of love the whole idea of... Because I, I always used to feel the same about Brad, and uh, Angelina, you know when you cut um, not Brad and Angelina, Brad and Jen, Jen, sorry, there's always that kind of thing, and I don't know if it's, if it's your generation and you remember these celeb couples, and the, I just love the whole romantic idea of someone getting back together, and I think it's when you remember it first time round, and there's something a little bit special, I think, about two mega rich people <laughs> thinking, do you know what, let's just do a little drive through." No No magazine deal, nothing like that. Let, let's just queue up with apparently there was three other couples all trying <laughs> yeah. to get their license as well, uh, and go and do it on a whim. Um, I kind quite, of I quite love that. I really hope it works out for them. Second time lucky.
2: Second time lucky for them, but fourth time lucky for Jennifer. Has been married three times
1: before. I wonder if she keeps all the ring. I mean, she's got enough dough anyway, really. But yeah, I don't um... think she's heading down the pawn shop and, and <laughs> trying to see how much <laughs> money she converts with her rings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of the same. I like, I'm. It's like really exciting, but then I also just kind of think like, if you've got to your fourth wedding, ooh, don't know, don't know. Is it a good idea at that point? Maybe not. I don't know.
1: I think maybe as well because they was engaged the first time around. Maybe it'd be different if it had never got to that point or if they never felt it, but maybe it's kind of unfinished business. But it's so weird to think how I'm a big believer in fate, and obviously that their lives wouldn't be what they are now. So she's got like it's it's mad to think how different their lives would be if they'd stayed together and they did get married. Yeah. But it's kind of nice closing that chapter and um and there's part of me that thinks if you have been married three times before, would you think as the no partner, but well, why won't she marry me? She's done it three times before. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's a good point. But then do you think as well, because I remember like back in the day it was all like how um Ben didn't like all the show business side of like their relationship and blah blah blah. Do you think this was a bit of a and they because they basically called off their relationship like days before they were due to get married, I if I remember right? Like yeah. Do you think this was kind of Jennifer proving a point in a way that she's like, I don't need all of that stuff. I can just go to the Little White Chapel in Vegas and and do, do it small scale.
1: Yeah, let's do it on the cheap. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, apparently it costs, I wrote this down today, it costs £64 for the, um, for the actual marriage ceremony. That was it.
1: I wonder who paid for it. <laughs>
2: Do you think the she's like the got queen? She does <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah.
1: laughs>
2: or split it. They went Dutch. Um, I think she's like the queen. She probably doesn't carry cash on her. She needs like a stylist or a, or a personal assistant to pay for it. She'll just reimburse them afterwards with yeah. the yeah, receipt. Like,
1: put it on your American <laughs> Express. Do you know, what? I, I would pretty much guess that if you're J Lo um, and you rock up one night and you want to get married on the house babes
2: <laughs> but that's the worst thing because she's the one that can
1: really afford it yeah but that, that's the <laughs> irony isn't it I so mean, so if
2: i was jennifer and... i'll be saying i'll pay for everyone in the queue i'll just yeah. pay for everyone i'll, in the
1: I'll queue. pay for these uh all these 64 dollars <laughs> yeah but i mean that chapel because isn't that the one that ma- uh britney got married at for yeah
2: it's like the infamous one isn't it yeah because like, people try and dress it up as like a really romantic place but I don't know if it always is, because it's not guarantee of marital success, is it? That's no,
1: and when, when I was over in Vegas years ago filming, I remember driving in a car that was, like, from 1950s. It was an absolute nightmare trying to drive <laughs> this car. It had a choke and all sorts, <laughs> and I was in the car with Gemma, and uh, we passed it trying to do, like, all these sites. and, uh, I mean, the roads over there are, are just something else. So I was kind of almost having a bit of a breakdown in the car anyway. <laughs> driving over train lines because there was no barriers or anything.
2: Right,
1: yeah. First thing I knew was when we was over about six tracks, I hadn't looked left or right. <laughs> and you know, there's that kind of moment where we're both just screaming. But it was like, oh, So that's the one where Brittany got married and it literally is just like a little, almost like a little chef. Yes, tiny, isn't it's it? It's just a tiny little little chest. <laughs> yeah just like what you see on on the m25 but um yeah good for them i mean because obviously if they wanted to hire out the beverly hills Hotel, i mean if they wanted to hire anywhere they, they would hire have, an, they island. an island yeah. <laughs> yeah so there is something a little bit special about it
2: yeah i, I wish them every success whether or not i think that it's actually going to work is a completely different matter but don't um... you
1: think it will though I feel like confident.
2: I feel like when you break up, you tend to break up for a good reason. And revisiting something from twenty years ago probably isn't going to have the results that you're expecting it to. Do you ever
1: think sometimes timing can be? It could be right person, wrong time, or not really.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is just from my personal experience. I've always felt like it's just once you've made that decision, and be that for good or bad, you should stick to it. But like, but maybe you know what after three marriages, maybe you kind of think, and also it's not, like, it's not like she needs to be worried about him fleecing her in the divorce, is it? Like, So That's if they're going to yeah. enjoy married life together, why not? And I, and I could be wrong. you know. Now Jennifer's in her 50s. I think Ben's in his 50s. Maybe they're just a- approaching life completely differently now to the way they were in their early 30s.
1: So maybe neither was worried about a prenup to be fair, I think they're both good for the money I don't think either of them's calling up their lawyer like urgently <laughs> like, trying to annul make this sure marriage make sure she don't nick my money <laughs> see I'm one of them I kind of do think sometimes especially if it's relationships that when you've met someone really young like not really young but one of your first relationships sometimes could that be the right person but the mm. wrong time because but then I think there is always that something that's a little bit uh, romantic in your head when you look back at first loves yeah, but true. maybe that is always just because it's a first love. Um, but post that, I mean, I, I mean, I, none of my exes are jumping out that I'd want to marry, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but yeah, maybe it's just something a little bit special about the first one, but whether it w- would work 20 years later, I mean, I'm sure we'll be here to talk about it. Either yeah. way, if, if it all goes wrong.
2: <laughs> exactly, I'm very happy to talk about it. I have to say, I'm kind of the same with you on that, though. It's like I look back at my exes and make, I feel like the only difference i think is is that like maybe if I'd have if I'd have stuck it out with some of them maybe then I wouldn't have made the mistakes that I would have made go like after that do you know what I mean yeah. and I have I'm not one of these people that lives without regrets like I'm full of regret like I made I've made a lot of bad decisions and I wish I hadn't had done do you know what I mean yeah. like and I wonder sometimes if yeah and so in that instance I can kind of see how you might wind up back with an ex and thinking that maybe this time you'll make it work so i don't know maybe we'll see what about any any showbiz
1: news you've seen that you've uh, noticed oh, this week this jumped out to well i did say um online miss kerry katona oh uh, yeah is bringing out a little biography yeah revealing all about the feud allegedly um, with the band which I'll be intrigued to to read. Because obviously yeah. she wasn't invited back, was she, when they kind of did the whole, was it World Cup? You know my football not it was it Euro World Cup it was a big football Champion tournament league.
2: Yeah it was something
1: something to do with football and uh <laughs> Gareth Southgate. Um oh my god I bet everyone's listening thinking Bob it, w- it was a big deal. I remember the song. Euros
2: it was the Euros
1: right Euros it was football definitely yeah. um and the Southgate but apparently they didn't want her back Mm. Um, and I think there's always been I mean obviously you're a journalist you know this it's been documented for years that I don't think it highlighted on the best of terms or that there's a, a WhatsApp group between them all.
2: Well they did um, get back together for like the big reunion, didn't they? Maybe sort yeah. of 10-ish years ago. But then ever since they I think and I, I think maybe,
1: the fan after the reunion I show. think so
2: they did maybe did a couple of gigs and then something went sour, but I'm not exactly sure what but I'm sure that in the book Kerry she's not exactly um backwards and coming forwards is she so you know we'll definitely get all the goss I think she'll be um keen to put her side of the story across um and you know carrie a bit don't you
1: yeah i know carrie a bit met her a few times um so I, it, it's one of them things as well because when you know someone on a on like a a friendly level or yeah. out and about um it's only when their book comes out on not it always feels a little bit re weird to, to pick it up and read it do you know what i mean so yeah, like yeah. you're almost spying on someone you know yeah, but, true. Um, I mean, it's obviously going to be docu- documented, and I'm intrigued to to say, obviously because that's just my era of music, growing yeah, up on these girl band, boy bands, and the feuds and stuff. Um, So, and like you say, she ain't backwards in coming forward, so she won't be holding back, especially... Well, the fact that there's even a book in the in the pipeline proves that there's obviously something to say.
2: Yeah. The fact that be...
1: publishers are like, right, here's your check.
2: Yeah, well, it's not just that as well. I mean, she's had a very, like... Sometimes sad, sometimes very dramatic, uh life, isn't she? Like she's had a lot going on. So besides just um her time with Atomic Kitten, which has been on and off for sort of 20 years now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, she'll have a lot of other stuff. I think she's done some other books, but you know, there's always there's always more to say, isn't there? I'm sure she'll be revisiting some of the old stories and uh, We'll be getting the
1: bit of nostalgia,
2: yeah. But yeah. getting the inside
1: tap. But apparently
2: now she's like, she makes like a million quid off her OnlyFans or something, she? Because saw a picture of her yeah. with like, you know, dis- fancy cars and all this. I was going to say designer cars. That shows how little I know about cars, doesn't it? <laughs> um, with like fancy posh cars <laughs> and stuff. Um, so yeah, I mean she's obviously doing all right for herself on on her OnlyFans. why don't you set one up, Bob?
1: <laughs> Can it make me on OnlyFans? Can you imagine? I wonder if there's much um much demand for Bobby Novice on OnlyFans.
2: Babe, there's demand for everything in this world. You know you'll you will always find your niche.
1: <laughs> that, that, that's a very polite way of saying that there'll, be, that there'll be there'll be some sad fucker out there that will pay you 90 99 a month for whatever it is I, <laughs> so, I, i'll, say, I'll it. take that I, uh, yeah. i'll take that i wonder who's no yeah. <laughs>
2: like, you know you've got, you've got to do you've got to find ways to diversify in this terrible economy Bob. you know <laughs> uh, Cost of living crisis. Cost of living crisis, exactly.
1: <laughs> what about you? Anything else jumping out in the press?
2: Well, I saw some big sort of TOWIE news um, uh, about uh, your old pal Chloe's left, and uh, it looks like uh, Chloe Sims, and uh, looks like they're setting up their own show and doing their own thing, possibly, um, which is quite interesting. But it does mean that there's, I think, no
1: original cast members on TOWIE anymore. No. So, yeah, when I left the the series before last so i last did the the one summer 2000 and there's been so the last one i wasn't in basically but the last one i did when i left it was only from kind of my day it was only when i then went there was only chloe Mm. um and then she went on to she did the last one after but yeah the first i'd heard of it um was on social media and in the press this week, um, obviously, I also did celebrity karaoke with her. She she joined, I don't know what night she came. In. She, I think halfway through, um, but I haven't actually spoken to about it prior. So, um, but yeah, I, it's um, interesting. I, I see that her and the sisters are going to be doing like a like a the press right, like a Kardashian style show, and I think yeah. the Brother Charlie is going to be in it. Um, so yeah, I, I think it's um, interesting though, isn't it? Really, because especially a show like Telly, I think when you feel it's time to go, it's definitely time to go. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we knew we we was like the last old two on it now. Um, And we've seen so many people come and go over the last 11 years. Um, But things evolve and maybe she felt it was... Well, obviously she feels it's her time. So, uh, yeah, best of luck to to her and the family. Um, It's interesting,
2: I always think with those sort of like... um, make a uk version of something and sort of see how it works because it doesn't always and, and then sometimes it really does do you know what i mean because i guess mm. like um what was cowie based on anything
1: was it based the on how was the kind of the first of its kind but a lot of people I remember in the very early days the only thing you could refer it to was like the hills
2: oh yeah that's true yeah yeah that's that's um, exactly it
1: Towie was pre-Geordie like Shaw, pre-Chelsea, anything like that. Well, and
2: Geordie Shaw was a version of Jersey Shaw, wasn't it? Like the the American show. So there was, yeah. And so I wonder if, I mean, this is not a slight on Chloe at all, but... The Kardashians are billionaires, yeah. <laughs> so it is a slightly different vibe, isn't it? Like um, <laughs> yeah, I, a little bit. Yeah. But, but that's not. I'm not being rude. I mean, I just mean like no, like yeah, Yeah. But then I don't know if, in a way, that might make it more f- like, um like the the viewers can sort of understand it more, understand what they're like doing and sort of about more. But yeah, I mean, I'd be intrigued. It definitely seems like there's like the like like ITV is sort of investing in people, doesn't it? So, I mean, like, it, it's interesting to see what all... I
1: don't think it's going on ITV. Oh, I is it, it not? It's going on a streaming um, channel. Oh, is um, it? Okay. Can't think of what it's called, actually, but I, I did see in her post on social media. Um, but, yeah, talking of Jewel de Shaw, I also saw recently that that's come to an end. That's been axed. So I know that it's yet to... Th- to air, they did a lot of reunion.
2: Yeah, um,
1: but yeah, I don't, I don't think that's coming back. I think that's kind of reached its its natural end And I think maybe does that time come when there's no one left from the very old days? Does it get to a point I don't know? Like, because I know judy I think come a year or two after us, um, yeah. So I think that they still had, they had a very good run. Well, they've obviously had at least 10 years because I think this reunion is the 10-year um, special. But obviously that, I think that obviously got delayed because of COVID. I remember interviewing a couple of the cast about it yeah, uh, yeah. during the pandemic. Um, but yeah, it's mad to kind of think, especially because that, that's been such a massive part of my life. I think it sounds really weird to say, but you don't realise how quick time goes when you're mm. in it. But when you step back and you think, gosh, like, right, Tow is now obviously hitting its twelfth year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a it's a good run that these shows have had, you know. And, and, it, and nothing lasts forever. Sort of, nothing like? lasts forever. A lot of what we've seen was like X Factor mm-hmm. and Big Brother. So many shows come to come to an end after after a good run. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what come. So I think Joel did come before Chelsea, but Chelsea's got to be kind of it in about the ten years as well. So yeah, it was, they all was very. Pretty quick after uh, the Tao we bubble. Um,
2: yeah, it's funny because yeah. they also there's the success of Taui kind of spawned all the other stuff, right? So um, mm. it was it's like quite interesting to think that yeah, maybe that sort of period is now coming to an end and what what sort of comes next. Um, which well, and it's actually great we're talking about both these shows because this evening we've got um, Aaron Simpson from Love Island. So we can talk about all of these phenomena with, oh, with these guys when when they come up. We may also be having Coco Lodge. Uh, from Love Island, but we're just waiting to 100% um, sort of confirm, so we'll have to wait and see. We've got our first guest, Aaron, here, so let's get
1: him in. (laughs) Uh, Hello. Hello, Hello, mate. How are you doing? You all right? Really good, thank you. How are you? Thanks for joining us this evening. All right.
3: All good, all good. I am absolutely roasting, by the way. (laughs) I've got got my fan in the background. Yeah. (laughs) kind of saved me from this heat, but it's not really doing much. Uh, yeah. I was just
1: saying the same, mine literally feels like a hairdryer, there's nothing, I've got like a <laughs> tower one, which is blowing out nothing, I've got this, I've got this little battery operated thing, nothing's working. I like with the, all the vest brigade
2: as well, I've
3: just to yeah. cover up with a little shirt, but I mean, oh. like it's like, it's... I mean, you're lucky I didn't jump on topless, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... yeah. How have you been, all good? Yeah, yeah, all good, all good. Been been really good. Um, been busy, which is always nice. Um, and yeah, just been enjoying the heat the last week or so. It's been been amazing. Until today, basically. <laughs> yeah, I was enjoying it until today where I thought, yeah, do you know what? I just want to... The thing is, you can't even really go outside because it's just too hot. Too hot. But I was just saying to Stephen, last night, I must have got two
1: hours sleep if I was lucky. I've never had such a bad night's sleep.
3: Yeah. I mean, I literally salute anyone that can wear any type of clothing when they slept last night, because I was honestly stark naked. Fan was, <laughs> was on swing, staffing, everything out on yeah. show. Everything that, on swing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it still was up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <still> yeah. Too <laughs> up.
2: So you said you've been busy. What have you been up to?
3: um so I've, obviously I've gone back to football now because I tore my ACL um so I've been out for like six months now so been busy kind of in the gym like doing my recovery process for that um which is which has been nice return to to normality for me because obviously that's what I'd done before um I went in the villa so uh yeah that's been that's been really nice and yeah just been trying to make the most of summer really like trying to be out and about and visit as many places as I can been on quite a few holidays th- this year which I've been been lucky with so yeah it's been good.
1: How has it been I mean obviously you did football before but going back to it post Love Island how was that was it quite an easy thing to do or was there
3: geezers ribbing you about it? I think because I was in the in the mindset of I was going in there with with always the intention to carry it on I think it was quite easy for me whereas if I'd have went in with the mindset of Right, I'm going in because I don't want to play football anymore. Then I think it might have been harder for me to to process, but because I because I love it and I always wanted to wanted to go back, it was it it just felt quite natural. And for me, obviously, you you'll know yourself, Bobby. Obviously, after you go on a on a show like that and stuff, you sometimes can lack a little bit of routine. And I think day to day you really that you can struggle with that at times. And I feel like I've definitely struggled with a lack of routine since then. So going back to football felt like right, I've got a purpose again, I know I'm doing this at this time, that day I can't do that because I'm doing this, and uh, yeah, just gave me gave me a bit of structure which I which I kind of felt like I needed at times.
1: Yeah, definitely and I guess any kind of sport it's something you love as well, do you know what I mean? And the fact you always wanted to go back to it I wanted to know Did you feel judged that you've done reality TV or is football not really like that? Because I know a lot of people when they've done reality shows and then they go on to other things even though you've gone back to kind of what you do you know what I mean but there's kind of like a judgy thing about reality uh, people not
3: so much really from players and stuff and staff have been like quite accepting and I think if I was going in there and I was acting kind of big time and and stuff but that's not really kind of my nature so I'm very kind of down to earth I just kind of get my head down and and kind of get on with things but it's been Obviously, as you can imagine with, like, fans and stuff, like, there's there's loads of different chants that that I had. And when I first came out, like, there was loads of stuff, like, oh, where's Mary and stuff like this, which was like... But to be fair, I'm very... I'm very I don't take things too too seriously, and I've actually found it quite funny, and I, I kind of thrive with stuff like that. So for me, it wasn't, wasn't really a problem. But I guess you always, when you're going into somewhere new, obviously, when I signed uh, where I was playing before my injury... I didn't know anyone and obviously it's weird because everyone feels like they know you already. So yeah, quite quite weird, I guess. But um, yeah, all in all, it's actually been, been fine. It's been, been quite normal per se. And how's it been with sort of sorting out your injury? How long have you been out for? Uh, So I've been out for six months now. So um, obviously it's a long time and I was in Mm. like a big uh, leg brace for, I think two months, which was really difficult, and like you don't realize how many things on a day-to-day basis that you take for granted. Like I couldn't yeah. really shopping by myself; I couldn't do anything really because I had two crutches and a big knee brace. Um, so that was hard, kind of mentally to to deal with. But um, like I've I've managed to stay quite positive, and I've got like a, a really good family and good friends and stuff that have kind of helped me help me through it. But it was definitely probably more. F- more mentally challenging than physically because I know that I can get myself back to to where I need to be physically, but mentally it's been tough. Like I say, being out of routine, not really being able to do much and stuff. Uh, that's probably what, what I found the hardest, really.
1: And talking of having good people around you, you got a new lady in your life. Yes.
3: yes. How's uh, that going? <laughs> Spill the yeah.
1: tea. Tell us everything, Aaron.
3: Yeah, all good. Um, so... We met actually at Halloween. We met at a Halloween party. And, <laughs> that uh, never happens. Were you, were you dressed no, up? It's actually quite, <laughs> quite a good story. So, um, yeah, we met at, at a Halloween party and kind of just hit it off, really. Um, we would spoke a little bit before, but wasn't anything serious. And we just happened to to be at the same place at the same time. We bumped into each other, got speaking. And then a couple of, couple of weeks later, went on our first date. And the rest is history, as they say. And where was your first date? Where did you
1: take her?
3: <laughs> so we went to, we both actually love sushi. So we went to a sushi place in London called Aqua Kyoto. I don't know if you know, if, you know, if you've heard of it. It's a really nice restaurant in London. If you haven't been, right. definitely recommend it. So um... I've heard
1: of it, but I don't eat nothing out the sea.
3: <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Probably not. Not
0: on yeah. your top. So I haven't
1: but... been. I've been sushi samba on a date yeah. once and a geezer took me to sushi samba. And I thought, do I tell him that I don't eat fish? <laughs> I mean, but anyway
3: did, back <laughs> back right? to your first date <laughs> uh but yeah anyway, so um yeah no it's it's been good, and obviously it's very very different than to to dating before because I just felt like every I, like at first, I was scared to like go out in public if that makes sense, not because I was like wanted to keep it a secret, or anything, but I'm quite a private person like with my private life, so like to start with we didn't really go that many places in public and stuff and I didn't really like to do too much but um but yeah it's just a little bit of a different different experience but all in all it's been been really good and yeah we get along like a house on fire so yeah I can't complain. So I think that's the
1: thing as well when you like being in our industry and and you work in this world you almost do everything back to front so when most people your first day you'd go out and maybe go for a dinner or a drink. So many times you kind of go to some... Do you know what I mean? You, you stay indoors and you don't yeah. go out until it feels right. Yeah.
3: Whereas
1: and you wouldn't normally then go to someone's house. Do you know what I mean? It, so everything's <laughs> kind of back to front. Yeah.
3: And when, when we first went on our first date, I made sure that it wasn't... So I didn't go on a Saturday night. So the restaurant actually really was dead. Um, and I went to somewhere which wasn't like really out there and everyone goes to it's like a nice quiet spot so we know <laughs> yeah and then um like you said literally after that um I went to I went and stayed at her house for like um I think I ended up being there for like three four days and yeah we just kind of it, it was is it is weird how it kind of works in reverse um when you've kind of when you kind of been like that which again was kind of weird and I can imagine was kind of weird for for her as well but like she's really understanding with stuff like that and um like I think for for me it's nice that she understands kind of where I'm coming from and like now I had a little bit of a bad experience when I came out of the villa and I don't particularly enjoy being in really like busy crowded places and she's like really good good with like just little things like that she's really good with it and she kind of can sense when I'm getting a little bit on edge and stuff, and like she's happy to just kind of remove her, remove us from that situation. So yeah, it's just little things like that. She's really understanding and and stuff like that. So um, so yeah, that's no, good. So, so she sushi was good. If you stayed four days, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, that might be the only reason why I stayed. Four days.
2: <laughs> was she be has she been quite helpful in your sort of recovery with your um, ACL?
3: Yeah, so she's been, she's been a massive part of it, to be fair. Um, I remember we, I actually moved out in that time as well. So um, I needed to go to Ikea. And I don't know if, when the last time you went to Ikea is. You don't get a small Ikea, right? And I'm on <laughs> and a knee brace and I'm thinking, I don't really know how I can actually physically get round it. Get round so she said, oh, don't worry, I'll ask for a wheelchair. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Right. So anyway, she speaks to this, the man working there and gets a wheelchair. But it's not just a wheelchair. It's like a big one with a big basket on the front. With a trolley. I've seen those ones. And my my girlfriend's 5'11", Okay, So she's tiny. So 4'11", I I assume you mean. 5'11", sorry. (laughs) 4'11". And uh, and, uh, yeah, so she was trying to push me around Ikea and she could barely see over the top of this thing. Got to do like three point turns every time she turns it <laughs> to get around over the corners and stuff. But um but yeah no she was she's she a was keeper. That's a yeah, keeper. De- definitely and um like obviously because because I, I wasn't really doing much, I spent a lot of time up there and even like her family have been really good with me. Um and I get along really well with them, which I think's like quite important, especially for me anyway, because I'm very, you know, like family orientated and stuff. So um yeah that's that's been a big thing for me uh, for sure. And obviously, my mum likes her, which is a which is a bonus as well. So, um, they get along really well. So, yeah, yeah,
1: that's no, good. Always good to have mum's approval.
3: Yeah, definitely. And not I, always a guarantee either. Yeah, I, I I praise anyone that can be in a relationship where they don't have like a good relationship with their partners, like parents, because like I would feel like I know that I'm actually really close to like her mum and dad. So like for me. If I didn't have that relationship with them, I just couldn't imagine it. Mm. Like, yeah, I'd I'd struggle big time. So, have you seen any of um, this series of Love Island? Yeah, I've been, I've been watching. Do you know what? It's so strange, and I don't know if anyone else has said this, but when I watch it, it's not. I'm not watching it the same because I know (laughs) the ins and outs and and what's going. Like, it's not this. It's not the same viewing for me. I have still been watching it because Jess is really into it. So. Um, like, whenever I'm with her, she always makes sure that, that we watch it. But um, yeah, it's, I, but since Castlemore, Moore, I have pretty much watched every episode. So, um, and I watched the first little bit. And I think this series just started off like with fireworks. I don't know if everyone else f- feels the same, but I feel like our series, obviously, it was a little bit slower to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's been drama right from the start. And for a neutral, it's been a great watch, I think.
1: Do you think knowing the behind the scenes that goes into a, a filming day and the logistics does it ruin it a little bit now
3: yeah it it, it does ruin it and i and i find myself almost trying to guess what's going to happen and when i guess it right it kind of just ruins it for me i'm like oh damn i wish i got that wrong <laughs> but um, uh, yeah so i think just like you know when maybe certain situations aren't necessarily always what they seem or someone may have been, been prodded to, to do something. A uh,
1: pulled someone to the side yeah. and say, yeah.
3: yeah <laughs> um, I can, I can spot that from, from a mile off. And, um, I think that's why Jess doesn't really like watching it with me anymore because I spoiled it for a while. You're ruining it. It's like, <laughs> this, this happening tonight. Oh no, that she, he definitely got told to say that, 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 was, that did come out of his mouth and, and stuff like that. But, um, but, yeah, no, I think, I think they've got a good mix in there this year, a, a good mix of, like, sturdy couples and then couples that you just never know what's going to happen from minute, minute to minute.
1: Who are you predicting as a winner? Can you
3: call it? So, if you would have asked me two days ago, I would have said Gemma and Luca. Mm-hmm. But I think if Dami and India can get past this stage that they're at, I think that they could go on and win it. I don't know I saw the clips today and it doesn't look like particularly promising I don't think so I know but every <laughs> time I feel like Dammy's used his last life he somehow manages to just wriggle his way way back and I think because he is quite a, a nice lovable guy I feel like it's hard to stay mad at him even as a viewer you're like I wish I wish like they'd just get back together and I wish they sort things out um but then again, I look at Davide and I think, you need to win this show. <laughs> well, he's kind of become the most iconic person from it, like even if he's not... Yeah, I mean, it's
2: a weird... It's, it's funny in that way, isn't it, this series, I think?
3: Yeah, so there's loads... I would love for Gemma and Luca to, to win because they've been together from the start, pretty much. Um, then you've got Dami and India, who are actually probably my favourite <laughs> couple, and then... Who I'm probably rooting for the most. And then you've got Davide, who I just think... 100% has to be in the final, no matter who he's with. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of him and Sue together, um, but I think that if they manage to sort things out in the next kind of week or so, I think that they'll definitely be, be in the top three, I think.
2: There's been a little bit of um, backlash I have saw just today, actually, from the charity Women's Aid talking. They, they said they don't... You wouldn't usually comment on a TV show, but they've been tagged in so many posts... From people they felt that they had to and it was about how a lot uh, there's a lot of like examples like basically bad examples right of like relationships and stuff in the house and controlling behavior and stuff and do you think that the, the way the show works almost kind of
3: encourages that sort of behavior a hundred percent I mean if every couple was rosy and hunky dory no one would watch the show we, yeah. we we as a viewer watch for the drama that's that's what we look for but sometimes in especially in in the show you have they have to kind of create the drama or make certain situations where the drama is gonna gonna unfold i.e movie night for example um yeah i think it is in a way it is quite sad that that they have to do that but again it is for for viewing purposes And, and i guess if they didn't do that i wonder would people watch love island and i think on the flip side of it, people would be saying, "Right, well, there's not enough drama, there's not enough arguments, there's not enough whatever." Mm. So I, I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, if that wasn't there, would you watch it? Is is what I would also also say maybe on that.
1: It is that fine, like with reality TV. Now, as years go on, where people want more, like you say, don't they? Like gone are the days where people are happy to watch two people having a coffee. <laughs> because <laughs> they'd be on Twitter going, this is boring as shit.
3: Yeah. I Wouldn't they? I know. think the thing is, especially with Love Island, I don't know, with Tao, it's, it, it was maybe a little bit different, but because there's 24 hours and I feel like this year there's been so much drama that obviously they have a storyline to stick to. So you're people have to remember that they're only seeing, not even really, 45 uh, an hour, because they're obviously adverts and stuff like that challenges maybe half an hour to 45 minutes of a 24 hour day like you could get along like a house on fire for 23 hours bicker a little bit for for an hour and then they show that bit and then you're shown in a certain way so sometimes I mean fair play to the producers they they edit stuff very very cleverly and and stuff like that but I think um people do have to remember that you're only seeing a very very small amount of of what is actually happening in the villa. And I yeah. think here yeah, there's been so much different stuff that is happening that the viewers have to see, which is kind of like non-negotiable. It doesn't really leave much more room to, to, to see happy or playful or people having coffees, for example. Yeah, yeah you're
2: totally right. <laughs> um, well, Aaron, thanks so much for speaking to us this evening. Really appreciate it. Um, no and, uh, and best of luck. Glad, glad to hear you're on the, on the mend after a <clears throat> difficult few months.
3: Yeah, thank you. Soon, soon back. Comeback season's on. Nice. <laughs> All right, have a good evening. Speak to you later. Take
1: care. Look after yourself.
3: Take care. Bye bye. Bye.
2: What a nice guy. And from, from one Love Islander from last year to one Love Islander from this year who's just come out of, of the house, we've got um, Coco Lodge ready to come in. So let's get her in.
1: Literally, just out of passport control.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. Can
0: you hear me? Hi. Okay, now. Oh my God. Bobby, I'm such a fan. Oh, <laughs> so I like the, I'm like the biggest Gemma Collins Towie fan.
1: How
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: are you, my love? I'm good, how are you? I'm going to an event. I'm not just like dressed for like a wedding or something.
1: <laughs> Oh, way off toe, Tell us.
0: Um, some John Paul Gautier freak show runway oh. thing. in
1: Camden. In
0: Camden, yeah. Yes. I yeah, was invited
2: me. to that. I was invited yeah, to that. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there'll yeah, be some lovely
1: models there. Yeah.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> a single, do you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> How's life been in the last week then? Because it's obviously been a bit of a roller coaster for you.
0: Well, I actually only like flew back on Saturday morning so it's like such a whirlwind of like so many emotions like so overwhelming people recognizing me is so weird I'm like like someone was like shaking on the tube I was like hon like I'm a normal person like honestly like I like held his hand I was like it's like I'm a nobody like (laughs) but it's literally crazy I mean it was like a shock to get my phone back and see nice messages, evil messages. Like, it's just all really crazy, but I'm enjoying it. It's an experience. Touching on the
1: evil messages, I'm guessing you mean (laughs) social media, not WhatsApps. hopefully, not your mates. Um, (laughs) What are they saying and how are you dealing with it? Like you say, it's literally been a couple of days.
0: Um, I mean, they're just comparing me, like saying I look like a man. I'm the ugliest contestant to ever go on Love Island. How did I get on the show? Like, uh, there was a lot of vile comments about my appearance, but I can't help my appearance. I look how I look. Also, awesome, that's me? just so, not
2: true. I mean, <laughs> you just beautiful. Oh,
0: you. And who
1: does anyone think they are? My bugbear is people's appearance. Why go for someone's appearance? Do you know? I know? It's the strangest thing. You're beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you. I mean, it was a shock. I just didn't, like, it's not that I think I'm, like, really hot and amazing, but I, did, I never thought, like, I was ugly. So to come out and see these comments, I was like, wow, like... Okay, but now I've processed it, I'm fine. But when I first came out, I'm going to be honest, I really wasn't okay. However, now I've processed it and I've I've talked to a lot of other people in the industry, like Sean from Capital. I, I met her at a makeup appointment before, after, and we had such a lovely conversation. And it, it like, meeting people and speaking to them where, you know, who are in the limelight and have had these comments before, it really helps. Um, and even to meet fans in the street, people were coming up to me, like, at the airport um, and in Stratford-Westfield, the day I got back, like, oh, um, I just want to check you're OK. And I think that's so nice to have, like, mm-hmm. people going in public actually be so concerned about your mental health. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And the thing is that, babe, and you'll, you'll learn this, with like, people feel brave when they're on their phone or on their computer and they're tapping away on social. No-one will come up to you and say it's your face. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I know
0: crazy
1: how can they just hide behind this phone yeah no one's got the arsehole to come up to at Westfields and and say that do you know what I mean so that they feel that like also it says more about them than it does you but I think um... you know that already
2: I think it's yeah. like they would even say it to like supermodels do you know what I mean it's like it, they just say it to anyone that's on TV it's like they just want to get at people and get get into their heads it's bullying I mean...
0: Yeah, bullies. I mean, you see it with like, even the Kardashians get hate messages about their looks and I'm sorry, but they are literally 10 out of 10. So I'm like, just going to take it as a compliment. I'm like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think you can see why people's mental health declines off the back of social media because it can get so dark so quick.
0: So, like, I'm actually shocked. I feel just more sorry for my friends and family because obviously I didn't know how I'd react to it. And I've actually been, like, okay, like, since the initial shock. And I think they were stressing so much when I was in the villa. Like, apparently my dad called the producers and were like, you need to show her full personality because what you're showing is causing so much hate and... Like, I'm just not here for it, like, you're gonna like ruin my daughter's mental health. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was more just concerned about them, and I was concerned because I've got a nephew and he's like 11, and I was like, I just don't want him to be like bullied at school because of how people think about me. Mm. But my dad was like, He's loving it at school, apparently, he was (laughs) loving it. I thought it was amazing.
2: You'll be, you'll be, you'll be like signing autographs doing videos all (laughs) sorts soon. You'll be like, Yeah,
1: for him. H- has it affected, um, like say so it's been a few days, but do you feel like it has affected your mental health a little bit reading that stuff?
0: A hundred percent. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I had a confidence not in there. I genuinely had feelings for someone who pied me off. Yeah. So then to come out and have another like like, shock to my confidence, like just, I felt really shit when I first come out and I, I didn't sleep the first night. I was just up like yeah. crying. <laughs> But now I'm just trying to see the funny side and the positive. Like, you know, who are these people? Like, I'm the one who's, you know, living this amazing experience. So I'm just not gonna try and take it too much to heart. And like, I got my makeup on today, and I was like, oh, like, I'm fine. Like, I look fine. <laughs> you have Amen. nothing
2: to worry about with that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but look, and you're the one going to a, an exciting event tonight with, with you know, beautiful <laughs> models and lots of other famous people. You'll have a good time. <laughs> So how do you look back? You, you talked about the getting pied off. How do you look back in your experience in, on Love Island now? Because sort of, you haven't got much perspective on it yet, but, and it's still going on. But how are you looking at it at the moment?
0: I mean, it's, it was just such a roller coaster. When, the first day when I went into Castingham, well, that was so fun. I experienced, like, just it was so surreal. I was like, oh, what, I'm actually,
1: yeah.
0: like, 27. I've been watching it for a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, and then, obviously, having it such a strong connection with someone so quickly, <laughs> like, I never thought I could literally catch feelings like in basically a day, but I was like obsessed. (laughs) And it was just so nice to kind of have that connection with someone. You get so close so quickly. Obviously it didn't work out, but that was like a nice experience. Then I had like the downfall of everything and it kind of, was actually really hard for me I mean I think what's not shown on the like edit of it is like the fact that I was literally like hyperventilating crying lows like I really really struggled at first even like not even just with Andrew but the girls like some of them weren't welcoming to begin with and it was actually really hard and I just kind of thought we've all been through the same process you've just been chosen to go in before me mm. um so it was really hard to like adjust to when the OGs came back in, and I really did struggle at first, but towards the end, my experience was just like honestly, I can't even explain. Like when you are close with everyone in there, it was so different. Like Becky Hill, I actually can't believe she performed, <laughs> and I saw that like, <laughs> like like one of my favorites, um, and doing a challenge and stuff like that was all so fun. So I think there is just like there is positives and there is obviously the bad as well, but it was
1: overall like so amazing. Talking of Andrew, I've got to ask you, babes. Did he suck your tit? <laughs>
0: of course he did, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have said it if he didn't even a bit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because there was then <laughs> specul speaking... <laughs> and was it was it no I actually loved it, I'm guessing. The fact you I... let him go on the second one.
0: Absolutely, he's absolutely beautiful in real life. Oh. <laughs> honestly, I was obsessed. Like, I was like, we're so fit. Um we literally stayed up that first night, stayed up all night, we didn't sleep. Um we were just, like Chatting, giggling, like everyone else in the bedroom was like, all we heard all night was just giggling. Like we had so much fun. And then obviously like it did lead to some tit sucking. So, you know, it's nice. At least I got a bit of an action in there.
1: Was it just giggling? Because social media speculated that there was, well, that you had sex in there. Did that happen?
0: We did not have sex. no (laughs) he sucked on the tip there was probably like ass groping and like you know maybe like a bit of I don't know rubbing against each other but that's about it like it wasn't we did not have sex we actually did say to each other like not on the first night because it actually was quite hard to hold back but um because when you're in there you just get carried away and everyone's like you know making all these comments like why would you do that on the first night sorry in real life do you not have one night stands because come on we all do let's be honest (laughs) do you know what I mean
2: yeah, 100%. But it's just the difference is that it's on television, isn't it? And I can see why yeah. you'd want to sort
0: of... Not great, but when you're so sexually attracted to someone, like, you, it's really hard to, like... Yeah, yeah. ...not get carried away. And I think even, like, you see in there, some of the other islanders, it's so easy to get carried away because you're with, like, a sexy person in bed, like, having pillow talk. Like, come on. And he's very charming. <laughs> so
1: it ended there. You didn't give him anything back, Bobes.
0: I actually didn't. I swear on my life. I mean, he was I- a good girl. <laughs> you was I, yeah. a good girl. I was. I actually was. I don't know
2: how. <laughs> I I it does have, sometimes you just gotta like you know restrain yourself because
0: he is a salt. Uh, he is fit. and I. You know what? I wish I just went the full way because the amount of hate I got anyway. Like I might as well have. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs>
2: And then what about, about, you talked about your relationship with some of the other girls and stuff. Do you think there's any you're going to sort of stay in touch with or do you think you're, are you kind of burnt a bit by it?
0: Um, I'd like to stay in touch with all of them, to be honest, because, I mean, we all went through the same experience. and No one else can really understand what that feels like um like coming out I really struggled but one of my friends did it season four Samira and having her there to support me was like amazing so having these people who have been through the same experience is like really like comforting mm-hmm. so I'd like to stay in touch with everyone but I think the main people would be like Danika, Summer, China, um, India, Ekinsu, Davide, Jay, Josh uh, those are probably the people I was closest to in there
1: I always like to ask people, babes, after they've come off a reality show, let's talk social media, let's talk DMs. (laughs) What's going on in the DMs? Who's sliding in? Anyone we might know, hashtag any blue tick dick. No, do you
0: know blue tick dick? I mean, Diana Vickers,
1: but My famous tits. I used to love her on her swing on the X Factor.
0: I was like, oh my God, I can't believe he's questioning me. But no, like I actually haven't had any boys apart from like previous Islanders and then not doing it in like a sexual way, unfortunately. (laughs) But we'll see, I'm still waiting for the DMs to come.
1: (laughs) Is there an Islander from the past that would be a bit of you? So say, I was to say to you right, who do you want in your DM now?
0: I mean, Ovi. I don't think it will ever happen (laughs) He's unreal.
2: I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> but how did you feel, like, obviously when, when Andrew went back to Tasha, were you, were you upset by yeah, that?
0: That really got edited out how upset I was. I was crying so much. Like, I didn't want Andrew to really see, so I'd mm. spend a lot of time crying in the beach or, like, with a producer out the front of the villa because they do take care of you like that. Um, so I just found it really hard. Like, it was in front of my face. He wasn't telling me the full truth. He was saying, I'm not getting back with her, and I could just see it happening, like, before my eyes. Yeah. And I was... Sorry, but, like, how can you fake that with me for that many days, like, do all that and then run straight back to her? Like, fair enough, I understand you have a connection with her, but she's still continuing her connection with Billy and exploring who's better for her, and you're literally just cutting me off straight away. Hmm. So, yeah, it really hurt me, but it is what it is.
1: <laughs> how will things be when you see him? I guess when he's at the reunion for, like, the big after Aftersun uh, finale special, is there anything you want to say to him that you haven't already said?
0: you know what no like I towards the end of it like we all just got on like as a family and to be honest he gave me like so many hugs the night I was evicted because I think he felt guilty um because obviously the public had basically essentially voted me out and obviously he was the only person in there who I had a connection with and he kind of cut that off so I think he actually felt a bit of guilt towards what had happened um I don't have any hate towards him and Tasha me and Tasha got on really well and it just wasn't like shown like I was like helping her make her decision, basically, between the two and, like, what was right for her and not to care what the public think. Um, and I think, like, we we will all get on at the reunion. I don't see there being any, like, extra beef. But, you know, some people come out and they want to cause more drama, so we'll see.
1: As years go on, like yourself, so you, you've watched the show before. Do you think now, being in there and knowing these people and living with them, are people more aware and conscious what the public and maybe even the press of thinking and writing, maybe back to back in the day when people didn't know what a big thing it was.
0: I think, like, a 100% is really different now being in there. Like, people, you don't really see people switching from people to people in there just because I think they're so concerned about getting to the end and, you know, getting their clothing deal. (laughs) (laughs) But it is true, like, people
1: stay
0: in. You don't see many people, like like leaving because of whatever like it's like that's why I was like Jack's like is was probably one of the most genuine people in there because he actually decided I'm going to take myself out of this like Hmm. I'm more important than anything else um so I think that's really inspiring from him
1: and do people talk about you uh, especially the girls who got anyone saying I want my in the style deal or I want my (laughs) PLT does that happen
0: I haven't heard anyone say anything about what deals they want. I mean, I was making jokes like, oh, you know, like I better get sponsored by, like, breast milk or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, that, that's tongue in cheek. That's jokes. But and so no one's one... actually in there saying, oh, I want this or I want that. I,
0: I haven't heard that. Although I've I've heard people, like, ask how many followers there are <laughs> and stuff like oh, that. really?
1: What, when someone comes in?
0: Yeah, they are interested in what press is out about them and stuff. And, like, it's a little... Me, isn't it? fm earlier we write little messages to each other so people will ask and we like do it secretly because you're not allowed to say so we'll like write it on the phone to each other like, oh, this is how many followers you had when i like before my f- day away <laughs> that kind of
2: thing and oh my like- god that's so interesting <laughs> i love that But
0: oh, like- there has been
2: we did we actually we had aaron on from from last year on just before we were speaking oh, to I- you and aaron simpson and um we, oh, he was we were talking a little bit about um how i don't know if you saw today but Women's Aid put out a statement, the charity, saying that um, they've been tagged in so many posts about, like, controlling behaviour and stuff in the house and, like, and like represent, not, not representing relationships and stuff in a very good light. What do you make of that? And do you think that, like, it is always, it's quite often the boys don't come off well.
0: Honestly, I think being in there is very different to the edited version of the show you see. And I think people could take some of the behaviour controlling. However, when you're in there and you see how someone is, like, 24-7, I think, like, that is not the case. Mm. Personally, everyone gets on really well. And um, Luke is so sweet with Gemma, and I think it's all just been blown so out of proportion. Personally, I don't... Like, I don't agree with some of the comments he made. Obviously, it can be seen as bullying, but you have to remember, like, a lot of things, like, they can cut down sentences. So I try and take it... Very, like harshly, and being in there I didn't ever think once like oh like he's being controlling towards Gemma and do you know what I mean mm.
1: yeah fair enough and who's your money on to win
0: it Ekansu and Davide and I hope they do because they were on my rocks in there honestly I love them they're definitely the-
1: easy on the eye
0: <laughs> I uh, very easy oh, Davide I mean I, did enjoy-
1: <laughs> I thought about guiding myself <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like he doesn't even look real. Like I'm like, how can you actually be that good looking? And he's just <laughs> so funny. I could listen to him speak all day.
1: <laughs> is he one of them people that's even better in real life?
0: Everyone in there is better in real life. Like honestly, I feel like that's the case with like anything. Everyone on
1: TV, yeah.
0: So much they better. Go, oh, you look a lot
1: better in real life. I think. Well, what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <I love> <laughs> <laughs> like a dog on the telly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's our big- yeah,
2: I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, Coco, um, thanks so much for speaking to us this evening. Really appreciate it. And um, go and enjoy your, your your party tonight.
0: Thank you, guys. Go so find fun.
1: yourself a model. I <laughs> hope so. <laughs> 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 Thank you, guys. Take care. <laughs> have a lovely evening. Bye. <laughs> oh, bless her. Sweet girl.
2: Yeah, we should have gone and find ourselves a model. Although the idea of, like, boy hunting in this heat, I don't know, maybe not. Don't think, I don't think I am going to look my best if I was out and about tonight.
1: That's it, with, with my 15 fans.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not drinking because you don't want to have wet alcohol yeah. spots in the middle of the D- night. Drinking
1: yeah. sparkling water <laughs> with a cotton pad taking the beads off. Yeah, yeah I, I hear I think, you. Yeah, it's a Netflix night.
2: Yeah, maybe best to stay <laughs> in. I hear you. Uh well, what a great show. Lovely to have both um Aaron and Coco um join us We're a bit of a Love Island special, but I guess it is on, nice. so that's a pretty good time to, to do it, isn't it? Um, Absolutely.
1: What you got planned this week, babe? Anything special? Well, I've got ABBA, naturally.
2: Of um and then I won't be doing the show next week because I'm gonna be in Paris. So um oh, I'm lovely. I'm going to Paris to see Lady Gaga. Um and then I'm going to stay for another few days with my friends, and then it's my mum's birthday. So, um, so next week you're you're going to be with Summer, who's done you've done a show. I'm oh, with before.
1: Summer, yeah. Oh well, you have a lovely time in Paris. Thanks, I will. Do. What have you got coming for, up? Have you? I've been to Paris a few times, oh. but not for not for a long time.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going yeah. to
1: say go, go. You're going to have the best time. Get loads of videos and photos. Guess what
2: though? Guess how hot it's going to be, Bob how hot 36 degrees
1: no so just as it's getting cool here oh no i'll send you my fans yeah i think i need
2: them they'll be no good
1: no No. uh what have i got planned depending on the weather i mean i've already had two barbecues since the sun's been out already but potentially another barbecue lovely um going for a nice evening uh rendezvous, little bit of a dinner, a couple of cocktails with a couple of old friends. So that'll Lovely be really nice at the weekend. Uh, and the rest, yeah, TBC.
2: Gorge. Well sounds like we'll both have a nice, nice couple of days coming up. Yeah,
1: hopefully it'll be a bit cooler here though. Which that's would be all nice. we can hope
2: for, yeah. Let's, let's, let's hope. Um well, uh, I won't be here next week, but I'll be back in a fortnight. Um okay thanks everyone for listening. Goodbye.
1: Stay safe guys. Bye.